Please welcome, please welcome. Welcome. This is another episode of the Defenders of Business Value podcast. A podcast where we talk about what makes a business valuable. Learn the tips and tactics to increase your company's value that only veteran dealmakers know. And now, here's your host, Ed Misopland. Welcome to Frequently Asked Question Friday. I'm your host, Ed Mysigland. I help business owners make sense of the value in their company so that one day they can sell it when they want, how they want, and to whom they want. Each week, I answer three questions about business value or selling companies that come in from the website or social media. This is a little bit shorter of an episode, but hopefully it uh, will be helpful in your journey to making a saleable company. All right, so let's get to it. The first question today is, why do I need to understand business value? Well, it depends on who the audience is. And they're really the ones that need to understand the value. Now, certainly you as the business owner need a clear understanding of what creates value in your company and how others might see it. But there's different purposes for the value valuation. You have litigation, you have estate work, you have sell-side work are just a couple of them. And so when we when we look at at why you need to understand business value over the 40 years we've been doing sell side work the buyer has to have a clear understanding of what they're acquiring and and likely um anyone else that's looking at the business whether it's a governing body or or uh, a judge or an uh, or another needs to recognize how value is calculated. And so, and obviously the beauty's in the eye of the beholder. Um, that's more on the sell side work, but when you're dealing with the uh, estate and, and, and legal work related to business value, it's based on the, the principle of substitution. Why would, what would induce me to, uh, pick one asset over the other, all things being equal. And so the reason behind why I need to understand my business valuation is so you can continue to grow value. And that to me is probably the biggest reason why you need to understand it. The next question is, can I value my business myself? Well, sure. You can do anything yourself. I've made a living unwinding uh, a lot of work that business owners have done themselves. But let me tell you, the, the biggest thing that I see is it's not necessarily wrong math it's wrong inputs and one of the the most common formulas i see is that they'll calculate their earnings or what we in our world we we call um, seller's discretionary earnings which is adding to the net income all your non-cash expenses which is depreciation amortization interest as well as uh direct officers compensation and discretionary non-recurring expenses so they calculate that and that that's typically where the where the biggest problem for us is, is that they just tend to add everything that they believe uh, the next owner would not need. And that's, that's a challenge because there's a lot of things like, for example, advertising, a lot of business owners say, well, you know what, they, they don't need all the advertising we do. Well, unless you can quantify how much revenue came from the advertising you did, that buyer is not going to just say, yeah, you know what, that $20,000, I'll just go ahead and add that to your cash flow. It just doesn't work that way. So the next thing is calculating uh, a, 
uh, a multiple to to the earnings. That's the next place where it's problematic. So we have to evaluate the industry. We have to evaluate the location, uh, how long it's been in business, what the economic climate for that business is, the size, stability, other areas that uh, affect risk. What are the tangible and underlying assets, any intangible assets, other risks that stem from you perhaps being only the owner. And then obviously, if there's any kind of real estate, we have to make sure that that real estate is at um, a rent that's fair market value. And then from there, you have a a gross value. And, and again, as you can see, those two areas are the biggest challenges that we bump into is miscalculation of earnings. And then typic in this case, typically overstating the multiple that you would apply. So as you can imagine, most business owners are overstating the value of their company because they just don't know what the market will bear. And again, going to the market uh, with a high price is not necessarily a bad thing. It just, you don't want to scare off buyers because you know, they assume that you're just hoping that you'll bump into an idiot that will pay that. It just doesn't happen like that anymore. There's just too much information. There's just too much accessibility to business valuation um, knowledge. So so is there a general valuation uh, formula? Yeah, I just gave it to you. I just don't think that um, it is probably in your best interest to employ it. Uh, unless you have some guidance on on what you're applying. Okay, let's move on to the last question. The last question is, uh, what method of valuation do I often use? Well, as I indicated many times, I predominantly do sell side work, and when I when I say that, I do um, I help businesses prepare their companies for sale. And when I do it, I'm looking at the market approach. I want to know what companies are selling for um, or historically have been selling for and and try to understand what caused those buyers to behave in that fashion. And then from there, I can apply what I've learned through studying completed transactions and apply it to the company I'm, I'm working with. Now, on the buy side, the buyers are, are not only... Uh, looking at you know what our company's selling for like that, but also the income approach. They want to know what are my returns? How do I get my money back? And how do I get a, a return that's over and above what I can get elsewhere? And as well as if they plan to to own and operate it, you know how do I earn an, a living on top of the the previous two that I mentioned? And so uh, those are the two predominant ones. Um, Based on the rec- the date of this recording, I would imagine that we'll probably be doing some asset approach um, value work because of companies that uh, don't survive uh, this COVID-19 mess that we're in. So um, those are the, the, the one that I use the most is the market approach. The second one, when we're working with buyers on the buy side, um, I tend to do the income approach. And then lastly, if uh, the lowest value tends to be asset approach, because that's the uh, an assemblage of assets. Well, that about wraps it up. But before you go, would you like to receive 
a weekly newsletter of curated articles that I've stumbled upon or I'm writing about regarding business value and making a company saleable? Well, if so, go to DefendersBusinessValue.com and sign up for the newsletter. Now, if you have a question that you would like answered, go to, again, the website, DefendersOfBusinessValue.com and push the appropriate button. Or you can email me at ed at DefendersOfBusinessValue.com or you can reach me at Twitter at Ed Miso. Thank you so much for spending time with me. If I can ever be of help to you in any way, please don't hesitate to reach out. Have a good weekend, and I'll see you next week. This was another episode of the Defenders of Business Value Podcast. For more episodes packed with strategies to increase the value of your business, visit DefendersOfBusinessValue.com for show notes, transcripts, and free tools to start you on your journey. Subscribe now so you don't miss any future episodes.